Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen friends and family, family all around, around the world. world. It's Matt. It's Greg. <laughs> I tried so hard to follow you. You nailed it. <laughs> Dude, am I getting predictable? Like, that, that was both really impressive and vaguely uncomfortable. Uh, anyway, guys, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. To the guys. bottom tier. Uh, we did the introductions in crap already. So, uh, hey, what's yeah. up, man? Nothing much, man. How are you? Cool. I'm good. I, uh, well, no, that's a lie. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm salty as heck. But we're going to get into that. Yeah, I mean, we have a whole episode to talk about. We have a whole episode, uh, but we don't need to do that immediately. Let's, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, first off, to listeners, we're back to a normal episode. Greg's back. You're feeling better. I That's am great. back, and I'm feeling almost 75%. That's good. Which is pretty good. That's I good. don't usually peak above 80 or so, so like, <laughs> I'm running at basically peak think, efficiency for me right I now. I think that's everybody that's hitting their 30s. Like, once you hit 30 and you become aware of all like the joints that you were never aware of before, uh, 80% is like the high bar and just yeah. goes downhill from there. 100%. I'm convinced. 100%. Uh, leave your comments about aging in the comments, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> super exciting week in flesh and blood. Uh, let's just jump out of the gate, I guess, unless we want to... Uh, yeah, let's just start with the news. Let's start with the news. Yes, let's. Uh, we'll go with the fun and exciting stuff, and then gradually go to the stuff we're probably going to talk about for a long period of time. <laughs> and so uh, the I fun the stuff Greg's about to rant about. <laughs> the fun and exciting news because we didn't really get to talk about it last time uh, uh, is. They're making Blitz decks of tons of old heroes. Blitz decks of tons of old heroes, and I'm super excited about it, man. That's, That's so cool. It's going to open things up for for new players and for more experienced players who maybe missed like the like the initial like runs of like WTR and stuff. Yep. Um, it, it, it's phenomenal. It's about flipping time. Yep. So Arcane, or sorry, uh, History Pack Two is what was announced. Mm-hmm. With that comes tons of Blitz decks of Bravo, uh, That's Dorian, Dorian Reinar, Reinar, and- all that stuff. Uh, you could be able to buy in that little whatever. And uh, on top of the six Blitz decks that are coming out for Outsiders. So that means we're going to have like 14 pretty much or eight decks coming out for Outsiders. How many do they know this? That's like 16 new decks, which means that they're actually making their Blitz format kind of the entry level format, which is really cool. Exactly. Nice and accessible, easy to buy pre-made product for and just jump right in. Um, skirmish season is coming up, yep. so Blitz is back on uh, well on the radar, I suppose. Not necessarily top of everybody's mind. Yeah, right. ProQuest still finishing up here uh, and all of that jazz. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's it's exciting to be a new player or to be a player who hasn't had the chance to experience those sorts of heroes quite yet. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about you. I, I missed out on Arcane and Crucible and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So being able to go back a little bit and like pick a couple of these, thing, of these things up and get a few of the cards that I'm missing in my collection. Like that's super exciting. Yeah, it's it's super exciting for those who haven't like aren't spending money to go back in those areas. And that's that's really, really, really cool. Um, like for me, I, I don't think I ever made a Viscerai deck. I've uh, like Blitz deck or Commoner deck or anything like that. It's just like got to go find those cards, and mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to find. So it makes me excited to kind of have that steeple thing and and be able to go from there and be pretty pretty set for that. So that's exciting. Hundred percent. I'm definitely gonna be blowing some money on it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The only thing is that people on the internet is saying is like, hey, like, yo, <laughs> uh, we still hey, have yo. no announcement for Chain and Prism coming back, but. Uh, I still think we're going to be seeing that soon. So I really hope so. Um, they, they've talked a few times about wanting to bring the heroes back, and we've seen a little bit of hero recycling already. Like Arachne's getting recycled like already. Uh, so. Just the young hero part, though. Just the young hero. Yeah, well, I don't think so, actually. 
It's just the young, yeah. If you look in the set, it's literally just the young hero that's getting printed. Is it just the young? That's one? reprinted, yeah. So it's nineteen health, young hero. That's it. I was pretty sure. Oh. The adults are only the new I, heroes. I I might easily be going crazy. It's been one hell. No, of everyone week, did. Everyone did. So only the new heroes are going to have adult forms. So that's the okay. Uzuri and uh, Trap Big Man, Boy Trap Man. Yeah, and uh, probably Katsu or whatever. Probably Katsu or whatever. Yeah. Benji. Everybody's favorite. Yeah. Everybody's favorite. So with that, it's, that's Outsiders and that's the, the history pack stuff. And that's super exciting. It is. Yeah. It's good. But with that, there was bigger news. Oh and everyone God. was waiting for it. We were waiting for the 30th. Uh, but we got the banned and suspended list a little bit early so that people could prep for the ProQuest uh, happening and um, just have time to make sure their decks are legal for the Pro Tour, I think. In Calling, I think. Calling. Something yeah. like that. In, was it Indonesia? I genuinely don't recall. <laughs> yeah. I have I have the list right here, uh, so I can just check really quick. Um, Something like uh, due to the proximity of that date to the calling Indianapolis taking place on February forty fifth. All right. Well, points for picking hey. a proper noun that began with I and was was actually a geographic location. Uh, you know, I'm great. You did it. I'm so good. You Indonesia. did it. But anyways, uh, yeah, Indianapolis. Very cool. Very uh, cool. So with that, there were some spicy bands on there. Oh, my God. And some suspensions. Uh, Greg, you have the list up. Why don't we just start venting? Okay. Well, okay. So let's let's start by discussing the stuff that doesn't make me super, super salty. Um, so Amulet of Ice and Hypothermia both suspended until Icelander becomes Living Legend. What do we think about that? I'm I'm pretty like I'm I'm kind of a guy. I'm not upset about this because it's I'm grumpy about Amulet of Ice. I'm grumpy about it. I'm yeah. not I'm not salty about it. Yeah, hypothermia. I don't mind so much. I I, I don't write like I run Oldham. We all know that. We're all going to dig into that again a little deeper in like yeah. five minutes. But I, I don't usually run hypothermia, so um, I don't really care about that so much. Cool. Yeah. So for me, like for me, amulet <laughs> of ice. Selfish. Like. <laughs> yeah. No. Like for me, like I enjoy versing Icelander. I guess the preference, like before this, is we've been talking a lot about how, and they even say it in the article, how it's really, really cool to see all the heroes that are out there competing and doing things. But as they said in this block, this ban and suspension list that there's a few heroes that it's making it feel a little bit stale because they always come up on top. So the three, heroes, the three heroes that they're talking about is Oldham, yeah. Icy Lander, Ice Lander, and Fi. And so those three are always making it on top. And uh, with that is why these bands are happening. So I don't necessarily agree with it because like, I don't really think we've had enough time to really overcome the obstacle of what this is and find the way to be able to beat it. But I also get what they're doing at a standpoint of like, we want to make our game fun. And I agree with one ban. Uh, this is just suspension, so that's fine. But the hypothermia is, I don't know, like it does ruin turns. Like I think I lost because of a hypothermia in ProQuest. Hypothermia is is situational. Yeah. Like you have to be playing the right sort of deck and they have to be, you know, like ready to go with something for it to have its maximum effect. But when it has an effect, when that situation comes around, it is ridiculous ridiculously dominant yeah. like imagine playing a ninja or a rune blade and all of a sudden you know you set up for this big turn and boop sorry no more go again well i mean that's what happened with me because jeremiah is really red heavy mm -hmm. it happened to me there as well like hand playing hypothermia 
Now a lot of my turns, it's like, cool, cost a little bit extra, which means I lost a lot of cards in my hand to be able to do this certain thing, mm-hmm. which means less dragons and all that type of stuff. So it, it did affect me because I got hit with hypothermia about three times versus the Ice Lander, Oof, and I lost yeah. against that, right? Um, I lost because of just it was gradual arcane damage over time, and I just couldn't get dragons mm-hmm. out enough. And mm-hmm. and yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. So so I, I see why they suspended. They're really nerfing Icelander with that, with both of those things, yeah. because the Amulet of Ice could give you free frostbite and it costs nothing, mm-hmm. and the Hypothermia gives you frostbite and makes everything cost expensive. Mm-hmm. So it's just it, it it does hurt Icelander quite a bit. However, uh, there is one hero that it also hurts quite a bit. And that's Lexi. Yeah, Le- Lexi kind of gets stomped with this. Um, yeah. Which poor Lexi, like yeah. it just seems like all the time, like we're we're you know Briar's a little bit too dominant. We're going to yeah. take this away, and now you know the Ice Heroes are too dominant. We're going to take them away, and Lexi's just over in the corner crying, like, "Please, sir, right. can I have some more?" And maybe there's thought to it as well. Like we don't know what's coming out in Outsiders that might benefit Lexi big time because 100%. there's going to be so much Ranger support. And, right, there's clearly going to be a lot of Ranger stuff in there. Some ridiculous new build can come out, but for right now, like Lex, Lexi's just getting the shaft. Yeah. Uh, with that, those two cards. With those two specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, not yeah. like over, like yeah. an overarching like narrative or anything. Like I don't think LSS has anything against Lexi like they do with Zalia. Cough, cough. Uh, but, <laughs> well, not anymore. Like, well, not anymore. They're luck. coming around. Uh, but no, uh, Lexi's a good deck if you can figure out how to pilot it. Pretty technical, but really rewarding when you get there. Yeah, honestly, um, I think uh, when I verse a Lexi, it's probably my favorite games. It can be really, really fun. It can be really, really awful. Yeah. But I always feel like it's a very close match every time I verse a Lexi, and it's a lot of fun to be able I to do that. I have universally gotten stomped by Lexi. Okay. Like, every Lexi I've ever played has been like, here's 15 arrows in a turn. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's usually how they respond yeah, to I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was like one Lexi I versed during ProQuest, and we were down to one HP, and nice. it just felt so good yeah. to uh, pretty much like take damage but like play Oasis Respite. And yeah. Like, oh, I'm still alive. And they're like, oh, you understood how to beat me here. Like, yeah. Like I, I, did. I perfect blocked you and then I beat you, you know? Yep. And so that felt really good. So that's why I like those matches. I always feel like it's always like, it's always one-to-one with Alexi all the time. So, well, I'm happy that that's been your experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that you've gotten the good man. So now I'm excited to stomp on Lexi is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but with that, like th- these bands do affect that hero. But there is a band or suspensions. There is a band that we're going to talk about that I'm excited about. Is that the, uh, is that belittle? Yeah. 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 I actually think that was pretty good. Yeah. Like I don't have any particular issue. And, and I've, I've run belittle minnowism. Yeah. Cores before. Like, I mean, everybody has, if you play any kind of aggro, like before now. Yeah. Belittle and minnowism were kind of a shoe in because they're just that good. Yeah. So that's what they were saying is like, we have so many heroes and yet this kind of takes away from every hero that it puts into and just becomes a belittle minnowism deck. And so they're trying to change up the flavor of it because if you're running uh viscera, you're running belittle minnowism, you're running fine. Now you're running belittle minnowism. Mm-hmm. If you were running, if you were running chain, it was a belittle minnowism. If 100%. you're running that, like every room blades running belittle minnowism, it's able to all of a sudden bring in three costs to be able to overcome certain things. It's able to, to do a lot of stuff. And so, I think it's a great band because it gets rid of two cards at the price of one and it makes it so people have to be a little bit more interesting when it comes to deck building and it frees up nine cards. So you get to kind of yeah. experience you, some cool stuff and be, be a little bit more flexible with your deck. Like I a hundred percent agree with them that the little minnowism engine while effective also kind of boring. 
Yeah. Um, because they're generic cards, because they can fit into basically any deck concept, um, starting to differ, you know, it, it takes away a lot of what makes the game unique. Yeah. Um, so really, really good call there. That one yeah. is the one that I have no negative feelings about, the, like at all. The only caveat is um, it hurts Viscerai the most. Because I yeah. feel like Viscerai doesn't really have anything comparable to like overcome that. It definitely slows Vis down a little bit, um, which which poof. Vis has been slowed quite a bit. Yeah, and so I think like that hurts that hero quite. That that might be the worst hurt right there. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But you know, Viscerai can take a little bit of a a little nerf and be okay. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to nerf Fi mostly because he gets the... Yeah, 100%. Fi can take ridiculous advantage yeah. of those cards. But at the same time, like, I think Fi is going to be fine. I hope I can we can see Phoenix Form Fi come back. That'd be a lot of fun right, to watch. Right, exactly. But uh, it just means people would run Phoenix Flames again. And we'll see how that goes because it might just put people off of, of Fi because they can't do that. So I know a lot of people... It's interesting because I feel like a lot of people in competitive scenes follow the patterns. And this ban kind of you can see kind of hurts people's feelings in certain ways where it's like <laughs> they're taking a hard step in this direction that kind of can like hurt a fan base a little bit, you know, hundred percent. So it's interesting. It's a very, like I would say this might be the most like besides storm striders, the most like <laughs> drastic ban list they have. Yeah. It, this one is big. Like, like it affects a lot of things, yeah. um, especially this one. Here we go. Oh my God. All right. And then the last thing, Oh, Winter's Whale has been banned. Yeah. Not suspended. Banned. banned. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Explicitly because, much like the dreaded Duskblade, they think it's too good. And you know what? They're not wrong. Winter's Whale is phenomenal. Yeah. Three pitch, if it's an ice card, create a frostbite, like for four damage, let's go. Like that that fits in perfectly with like every single olden strategy. Yeah. It is literally the best weapon possible for him. Yeah. And they've taken it away. So now you got to use a different weapon. They've taken away my Eisenloft. They've taken away my Winter's Whale. I don't even want to play this stupid game anymore. Yeah, they, they took they took away. <laughs> I have stuff. to rebuild this deck again, Matt. They beat up, up Oldham. Oldham's really getting short ended here, and I think it's because a Oldham's ice again. They have too many ice heroes. It. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Ice is really powerful because yeah. this game more than almost any other like style of this game that I've played is really focused around keeping the momentum. If you can grab momentum in the game and you can hold on to it, you are positioned to win like yeah. full stop. The whole game really, if you abstract it can be seen as a war momentum, whoever can get it going fastest, whoever can maintain that or whoever can grab it away from the opponent is in grab, you know, hold that momentum and really make it work for them. They're going to have a phenomenal showing. Yeah. Ice takes that away. Completely changes those rules. You think you have some momentum going? Congratulations. Here's three frostbites. Figure out your resource curve on that. Yep. Sorry, you know, Dromai. Sorry, Fi, with all of your red cards. You can't play anything this turn. Yeah, I mean, it was many more to really do anything. Right, so. exactly. Mm -hmm. So, like, Ice is really powerful. And I think especially as we continue to move on, we see that the Aria set in general um, pushes against that OP line where it's just a little bit too powerful for kind of where things are. They played with it a little bit. They tried some new things. And I think overall the set's really good, but it also has a lot of stuff that just 
doesn't work in a healthy competitive meta anymore. Right. Um, and, and I get that ice heroes are a part of that. I understand that. I don't mind, you know, tweaking the meta to make sure it stays fun and interesting and everything. Um, I'm just, I'm just salty. I spent like, it's, it's just so fascinating though. Like you, you, of course you put your lot of time in something and this is like kind of double whammy to you. Like my hero got living legend. I went to this hero. You're getting rid of that. It sucks because you're getting rid of like, at least it wasn't a legendary card. They talked about banning. Yeah. Crown they, of they, they considered taking crown away, which yeah. would nullify uh, completely, but it, people already have stuff to go against it. You they're going to do that next. Um, it, I don't think that winter's whale is, is, is a necessary card in a lot of olden decks, but it's not like necessary, necessary. Yeah. Um, we olden players can switch out to Titan's fist fairly easily. They can switch to sledge of Anvilheim, of course, if they want to get uh, a little bit beefier and, uh, and lose the shield. Um, so like finding a replacement isn't going to be that big a deal, but, um, but the flow changes. So in a couple of months, when people figure out what the new flow is, when people figure out what the new sort of top deck is, we're going to see Oldham playing, you know, resurge. And we're going to see a similar situation where we have now where a bunch of people at top eights all over the place are coming in with Oldham. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to, and then they're going to, they're, they're going to ban crown crowns. The next one coming guys. Well, it's interesting that you say that because the, the, it brings another thought in my head because as I was looking through a lot of cards, building decks and mm-hmm. going through, mm-hmm. I see a lot of earth cards. That never get played. Never get played. There's only like a handful of like three that you'll see play in Briar. But as far as like Oldham's concerned, not much, right? Not a whole lot. It's Ices and Guardian cards are usually what you go with. And so like, I'm curious if like, I hope that we can see something creative happen with Oldham and maybe even Briar too, where we kind of see a resurgence of some earth coming back, which would be really neat to be able to see. Once I got over being annoyed, yeah, I actually started to think about what I wanted to change my deck up to. And it's going to incorporate some more Earth cards. Yeah. Because um, there are a few out there that I've been kind of thinking about sort of trying to incorporate for a while. Now, yeah. it just didn't make sense given everything else happening with the deck and everything. But, I mean, between losing Eisenloft and having to rework around that and now losing the, you know, the foreign Frostbite... There's a lottery work I have to do to my deck. Yeah. So I don't know 100% what I'm going to do, but it's going to be interesting and probably terrible. Yeah. It, it It's already interesting with, uh, like, Icelander, you have to rework that, you have to rework five, you have to rework every, all these three heroes are pretty much saying, like, hey, rework this and rework all the other heroes so we can have a fun meta again. Or, like, whatever. <laughs> but, like, the meta, in my opinion, was, like, the best it was. However, when we go down in there, you do see a graph of, like, people who won ProQuest. And it is yeah. the majority of Icelander, Oldham, Fi. Yep. Uh, people thought Briar was going to be able to Living Legend, but it only has about ten percent, and it's only it was at nine sixty. Yeah. And so, like, that means Briar's probably not out of this. Briar's probably not going to LL Legend. after ProQuest, yeah. which is wild. Yeah. But I mean, it, it. But that goes back to sort of prove the point, I guess, that how dominant these decks are starting to become. Yeah. Like you can definitely swing in with like an Aggro Dash or something like that, and you know upset that come in with a strong showing and you know top or win um but when six of the seven people you're facing are ice heroes you got to do something about the ice heroes i I think a part of the problem too is cost let's talk about that let's talk about so like i do think that a lot of the heroes we're seeing come in are a lot of the players that were like flesh and blood's really really fun like i think there was a huge resurgence in flesh and blood or a huge growth spurt with uprising and so we got thigh 
Icelander and Ultim as the meta during that time period. That was like the main thing. And then everyone's just kind of like, cool, after Worlds, we go to sleep mode because Christmas time happened. Mm-hmm. ProQuest is like, I'm not really going to spend time to like build a new hero. I'm just going to pick up my old deck that played really well and, and just bring go it for again. it. Yeah. Because the cost is 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 really really steep for flesh and blood like i don't think it's expensive it's in order to have like the best deck that everyone talks about for certain heroes like you are talking about uh, like almost a thousand dollars per hero because you're buying legendary equipment and all that stuff uh not to mention like the the rise in popularity and print and demand and all that stuff like it's it's expensive to be able to play the game and spring tunic a set of, of command and conquer and a set of art and war is like yeah, that's like six hundred yeah. bucks right there, and those are steeples, right? Yeah, and I personally haven't bought Art of War, Command and Conquer because nope. I don't want to put that cost out for it, yeah. and I think it's fine not to be able to play with those. I'm able to do de- really well; like it's not a huge factor mm-hmm. for me, right? Um, Erase Face does just fine, you know. I, I got those, <laughs> but uh, with that, like it is a huge cost to be able to change decks. So you're now what you do is you kind of stop the players being like. I, I can't use this deck anymore. I don't have the funds to be able to do something else. Mm-hmm. I can't get the cards to be able to replace it or whatever. And I want to stick with this hero and it kind of deflates a little bit. So they're going to see a lot of that as well as like, as you do the cost for that, you kind of take the identity of that hero and you go from there. You yeah, know? exactly. Um, yeah. Not everyone can have three decks and do right. And, like, and that's a big consideration. Like one of the reasons it took me so long uh, to find a new hero after chain got LL'd Um was because I have very limited funds. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm basically paycheck to paycheck. I can't yeah. go and drop, you know, 500 bucks a month on picking up singles. So before I made the decision, I really had to know that I wanted to go with that particular hero before I plopped the money down on it. And that, and then I did, and I plopped some money down on it and I was pretty happy and nope. And now I'm, you know, even if I, I still want to play Oldham. Oldham is still fun. I still like playing Oldham. I like the way that, that, you know, the hero works. I like the way Guardians work, blah, 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 blah. Even if I wanted to change from Oldham to someone else, I wouldn't be able to do that. I don't have the money for it. I would have to sell the legendaries and stuff that I have for Oldham in order to acquire some of the stuff for whoever I wanted like to go Oldham's into. And, like, Oldham's prices dropped because it's banned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Winter's Whale is not worth anything anymore, not that it was ever super expensive to begin yeah. with. Um, but, you know, Rampart of Ram's Head, uh, Crown of Seeds, Heart of Ice, like, all those sorts of things, those prices have been going down recently. Like, those have been getting cheaper. So recycling those into something else, like that, mm. Yeah. Mm. Not to mention people are hyped over the new stuff and like we saw yeah. Ranger stuff go crazy. Yep. And you're like, cool. So it's interesting because you just you're just there and like you, you just suffer from from that. Like I'm excited for the new hero. I might be able to get it in draft or whatever and all that type of stuff. But like for me to go out there and purchase like Ranger equipment, probably not gonna do like it. Like the hood and the yeah. and the what what are the what are the what are the arms? There's an arm piece, right? For Ranger that's really like no, I don't think I don't know. Bullseye Brace is where it's at. But. I don't play Rangers that much. Yeah. But yeah, like kidding yourself out, e- even at, you know, the, the cheap end of things where you're working mostly Majestics and not so much Legendaries, like you're still looking at a lot of money. Yeah. So I don't know. So uh, yeah, that's that's something to consider. So like bands and submission lists, like I'm in the middle of it. Like I, I get what they're doing. And also like I can, I my heart goes out to those who may feel like, man, like that was the deck I had. 
and have to rethink everything over and hopefully you're able to sell some cards and get some funds back over. But like, it's, it's tough. Band suspended lists are really, really tough to be able to go over because like I personally felt the meta was great because I saw so many new heroes out there in the wild, not new heroes, but resurgence mm-hmm. of different heroes yeah. out there in the wild. And it was fun. And it was like, well, I'm versing this round and this round, like there's nothing I can really prepare for. And now it's kind of like, now you don't even need to worry about these meta guys and everything you don't need to prepare. And that's cool, but we're going to get something else. I don't know. Like, it's just interesting. Like I see what they did. It's like, makes it less stale. Like they said, but I also felt like we didn't have too much time as well to enjoy this like thing and find a way to be able to overcome it. So well, well I mean, especially since dynasty dropped only like a month or two ago. So like it's, it, that's relatively uh, recent. Like dynasty we, we, dropped and just kind of, yeah. Like yeah. We, we haven't seen the whole impact of that yet. Like yeah. uh, there are secrets there waiting to be discovered. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I get what they're trying to do here. I support the creators actively being involved in managing the meta and making sure everybody can still have a good time yep. and that everything still feels fresh and lively. Um, but you know, just let me play my buff Santa guy, man. I just, I just, I just want to be a big grumpy dude and just big grumpy dude at people. Why, why, Wearing why, a tunic. Why can't I do that? James White. I don't Yeah, James White. What's your problem with me? <laughs> <laughs> but Hey, you know, I'm excited to see the shakeup and see where it goes. And, yeah, uh, and yeah. hopefully this leads to, you know, a new burst of creativity. We see some heroes that haven't gotten a lot of attention, pull back up a little bit into the zeitgeist. Um, Hopefully, personally, I'm hoping Levia pops off. I have no idea why she would, but I'm probably not. <laughs> probably not. Almost definitely not going to happen. But man, wouldn't it be cool if it did? It'd be cool, right? Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future one yeah. day. So yeah, that's that's the the real big news is the suspended list and and the ban list and all that stuff. So let us know what you guys think, and and uh, you can you can of course reach out to us and our social medias and we, stuff. We really genuinely would love to know your thoughts yeah. about this. Are we wrong? Um, Are we whatever? So. Yeah, please, please yell at us. Please tell us that yeah. we're idiots. We don't mind that. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, the Twitbot, the the Red Chat, the 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 U View, all that stuff, the things. <laughs> but with that, Instaface, we have a second segment we usually do in this podcast for Flesh and Blood. We do usually do it, like, and it's called Lessons Learned. I didn't do it last week. Lessons oh, Learned. Last week doesn't really count because last week was sort of just just a, me going. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I, I listened to that episode. Just seven minutes of Matt crying in a corner. It was great. It was great. Yeah, barfing. I don't know. Anyway, lessons learned, Matt. <laughs> that, was, that was gross. What do you got for us this week to quickly move on from that? Oh man, roommates are awesome. No, I'm just <laughs> Correct. No. Um, <laughs> lessons learned. Um, I think the lesson learned is you don't need to be transparent with your cards. Okay. It's it's polite to be like this is how it works here's here here here. Oh, but like 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 this is this is this 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 this. But also at the same time when you're playing at a big event and stuff like uh if the person asks great, but I it's not my obligation to help you figure out math. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So that's what I mean. It's not it, like it you should explain the card, explain what it does and all that type of stuff, but don't be like like uh for example, I was playing this match and uh, it was a uh, Lexi. Ver- I was playing Lexi. He was versing, he was playing Dash. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if I block with this, that should work, right? And I was like, uh, I don't know. 
I don't know, man. It's up to you to figure it out of what you want to block with. Cause like, this is a tournament, you know? Right. Like this is stakes, man. Yeah, like but I can tell you that I'm presenting this and it could potentially be this. Cause it was too electrified. It was like an electrify out and like a shock strider. Like it was like a stacking of like how much. Yeah. 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 And so it was going to do like seven damage if they took any damage. Yeah. And they had so much HP. And so like, I'll just block with one because that seems like the right math. And they lost like, oh, can I redo it? No. no. This is a tournament, my guy. No. This this isn't uh, kitchen table fab. No. Like, you know, like I I did beat you and like I presented you with all the information. So you made the incorrect yeah. choice. So like to rephrase that, like present their information. They make the decision. Exactly. Like yeah. it's 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 like everybody's lawyer tells them. Yeah. The very first thing, shut up. Yeah. Just don't say anything. Do your thing. Let them draw their own conclusions. Yep. And like when you're sitting across from like, you know, when it's kitchen table fab or when it's like a less serious like armory or something like that, um, like that kind of thing is fine. Like get, like putting your heads together and kind of geeking out over the game as you're playing it. Cool. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. But when you go to something that's explicitly like a bracketed tournament or a pro quest or something like that's a big thing, show up and know what you're doing. Yeah. Honestly, at that point. Yeah. Just present it and then they get to make the decision. And if it goes down, it's like, yeah. And, you know, and like, exactly like you said, like if they ask a mechanical question, like, does this pop if I do this? Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that then. Yeah. Or I'm going to do that then or whatever. Yeah. Like asking for more information is fine, but don't ask the other person to take yeah. their, your turn and for them. That's just for like more tournament status. Like if there's points involved or like you get certain scores for certain things like that's, that's my lesson. Like, Definitely like local armies and stuff like you said. Like, if you're more inclined to be like, oh, I want to make sure to see if I can actually beat you if this happens. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Happens. But you win that way, and you're like, yeah, because I it's tricky and all that type of stuff. And so that's my lesson learned. It's kind of more of my rough take where I don't think people agree <laughs> with it. But but yeah, that's that's my lesson just, learned this week. Just read the room. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. That's good, man. I like that. Yeah, thank you. It's good. Good little piece of advice. Little etiquette nugget for us today. Yeah, there you go. What about you, Greg? Oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, aside from never fall in love with any of these cards, um, <laughs> the, the the biggest lesson for me, honestly, is just to watch your matchups. Really, it's really, really important to bring the right hero to the game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the the video is going to be up on YouTube. And you will see this in action. But pro tip, team, don't bring an illusionist to a guardian fight. <laughs> uh, honestly, so we're playing in this tournament, <laughs> different context for everyone. We're playing in this tournament that you bring three decks yep. and you both ban one. Yep. And so Greg brought um, Bravo, Dromai, Bravo, Dromai, and Chain. Chain. I banned Bravo. And so he selected Dromai. Uh, but before he did that, he banned one of my heroes and I had Bravo, Lexi and um, Briar. Briar. And so he banned uh, Lexi because he, mm-hmm. he knows she's familiar with the deck. Because I, I, I know yeah. that deck and I don't like it. Without thinking, I was just like, he picked your I was like, I'll pick Bravo. I wasn't even like thinking about poppers. And then we played the match. I was like, oh, that's dumb. I like, had to remind you about Phantasm. <laughs> I reminded him about Phantasm. <laughs> Very good, adequate. I guess Ben does very good. Because I was just gonna be like, eh, here's five. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I totally. I, it was gross. Like I wasn't. It a was fan. disgusting. Watch your matchups, kids. Yeah, 
<laughs> so, anyways, we, we switched to Briar and played the tournament out that way because I want to have fun when I play this game. Yeah, not exactly. Like, not just curb stomp your friends. Although, if you want to curb stomp your friends, give them Dromeyer Prism and come in with Oldham or Bravo. And, and, <laughs> it was and, gross. and see how much they like you afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah, watch your matchups. That's a great lesson. You watch your matchups. I like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Prepare for your matchups. You yeah. counter, it's really hard because you're stuck with the 40. It's tricky. Yeah, you don't have a sideboard or anything, so you just kind of got to swing with what you got. Yep, but uh, yeah, watch your matchups. Watch your matchups. Mm-hmm. I'm still really salty about that. Oh, that was a rough game. God. I'm so sorry. All of them were rough for you. I'm really they sorry. They were all kind of rough. Yeah. Is that because I'm a terrible deck builder, or is that because you're just good at this game? I don't know. I kind of want to swap decks and see what would happen. I'd probably still lose. I'm really bad at this game, y'all. I just, I, it might just be deck building. I don't know. It might just be like, frankly, and this sounds really like Greg's making an excuse for sucking sort of thing, but I didn't spend a whole lot of time on it. I've only played it a couple of times. What do you want? Something I learned too is like, especially in like commoner is, uh, of course do the math, but don't, block you don't have to block unless that's what your decks like mechanics are yeah yeah like i don't have to block anything with like i didn't have to block like bravo was meant to block and i was just blocking you know i was like Meh. yeah and that felt gross <laughs> until the end turns like yeah i'll take all that damage and here you go you know like Bella. thanks buddy uh but like playing briar it's like cool i can start blocking when i have like four to like three hp left because yeah. then I, it matters i'll just take tons of damage so i can have the full turn and so something I noticed with you, man, lessons learned is me. Saying, yeah, man, man. We're, is you're we're blocking a lessons. lot. You block a lot on every turn. Yeah, see, it's because I freaking play Guardian, man. <laughs> yeah, so you don't need to block on and every turn. Getting out, and he, here's another lesson. Getting out of the mindset of, some, of, of what you're usually doing when you're playing a different hero, it can be really difficult. Yeah. So you got to keep that sort of front of mind, like we were just talking about. Dromai, why the? Am I blocking as an illusionist? You should, especially in commoner, like especially in commoner, Dromai and CC. Some builds are very block heavy, where it's like cool, just blocking, block, and then I just have but, two cards. But especially in commoner, where the pool is relatively limited, and you don't have yeah. the things to pull those turns off, like it's madness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if you're versing someone who's super aggro, it depends on the deck too. If you're versing like as Dromai, know your matchups. It's like Lexi, no blocks, going ham. You know, like I'm presenting yep. all this stuff doing this and then I can like as soon as I have like five six dragons out there that they're like I have to deal with this you're able to be like <laughs> and like store and yeah, get ready yeah, yeah, and yeah. power up and all that type of stuff but like Icelander it's like I'm playing a very slow game making sure I make my plays right and then aggro again Oldham you're playing very slow like you're kind of matching the tempo mm-hmm. and so there's a certain like things you do with certain heroes Jeremiah is like kind of one of those heroes that feels like it plays different against the hero you're versing yeah there's the like there's a definite rhythm to each of the heroes. Mm-hmm. Like they, they all sort of move to their own beat, which, mm-hmm. you know, is probably a really obvious thing to say, but it, it's important to keep in mind when you're transitioning between heroes or when you're playing with different builds or things like that. Mm-hmm. As you change the deck, as you change the hero, as you change what equipment you have, the rhythm changes too. Yeah. And you know, if, if you go out and you try to do a salsa to a funk song, it's not going to work. It right? could, it, it could, but it's probably not. Yeah. You got it. You got to do the right thing for what you're experiencing. So that, that's another lesson learned. Yeah. That's another lesson. We're learning a lot today, folks. Yeah, there you go. I like it with that, Greg, what is the thing? Let's end on a happy note. Let's like we can end, end on a happy that. note. It's been what kind is, of a salty episode. What is the thing that you're like most excited about 
in flesh and blood in general like in general like good like like for the next year or so like 2023 what do we want to what would what, what we hopeful for in flesh and blood sort of thing or just general just like, like for you right now what actually like makes you very excited about the game and it, if you say no that's fine and valid too <laughs> i just want to see like what where are you at and what are you excited about? it like really frankly the the more that i've been engaged in this and the more that i kind of continue through it um i just i find myself coming back more and more to the idea of you know, community of, of people coming together and doing a thing together just for a couple of hours to kind of, you know, forget about the week, forget about real life for a minute and just sort of escape. Um, you know, life is getting more stressful all the time. It's happening to me. It's happening to you. I'm sure it's happening to everybody out there listening. Uh, things get harder as time goes on. So having that little bit of an escape and having it be around people who you generally, you know, like and get, get along with and you can you know, joke around with and maybe get some food after or whatever, like that sort of stuff is invaluable. And I'm really like, not just, you know, in the next month or whatever, but in the next like year or so, I really want to like, increase my visibility a little bit really build those kind of ties and sort of just like really make sure that the foundation here in our, our local community as much as I can um, is strong and solid that's awesome I take bounce off of that like this week a lot of stuff happened personally that doesn't need to get discussed here but it's been a week team yeah but with that like I took a break from the community a little bit because I was just like got some things I got to take care of all the type of stuff and you know what? It, it's missed. Like, it's like, oh, I haven't been able to see my friends yet and all that stuff. Right. I have to take care of this business. And it's like, yeah, I miss the community and get texts and stuff of support or, hey, hope everything's going okay and, and all that stuff. So it, I definitely miss the community on that aspect. And so just the community is huge in the card games. You make a lot of friends and you have a lot of fun while you do it. So it's that's big. I like that. I'm glad you're excited about that. Thanks, man. Yeah. How about you? Anything uh, anything super special um, on the radar for Matt's flesh and blood hopes, dreams? To be honest, I am I am generally really excited uh, for drafting that new set. I don't like it's, draft. It's going to be fun, though. But I'm actually good. excited for that new challenge. Like It seems very exciting and mechanically cool to be able to be able to do that and think about that. And I'm really, really excited to kind of get my hands on it and experience it. And like Uprising... Um, when I did the uprising like pre-release, it was the most like uh, devastatingly exciting thing of all time. Cause it was devastatingly like, exciting is a really great yeah, way to put it. Cause it's like, ah oh, man, this ice on your deck sex is like five though. Like, holy crap. And it was just like, <laughs> it was a lot of fun to be able to go through like the, the ups and downs of it and be like, man, like this is a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm excited to be able to do that too. Where like you get like, we can choose from six heroes to build like a um, sealed event deck. Right. <laughs> Six booster packs, six heroes. That's wild. I'm 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 super looking forward to it. Yeah. Like, that's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun. So it's gonna be cool. So I'm excited for that. That's gonna be really fun, and I think that's gonna be a like a top moment for Flesh and Blood. So and community, but I mean you already took and community, so. but whatever. <laughs> People. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Well, Greg, as always, it's awesome recording this podcast with you. It really is the best. Yep. Highlight of my week, man. If, same here. And with that. Uh, if you guys love the podcast, you can, of course, follow us at uh, Bottom Tier Pod on Twitter and Instagram and all that type of stuff. But also, uh, you can leave us a follow or like or whatever it is, subscription to YouTube. 
That's what it is. That is what it is. On YouTube and follow us there for more content. We're going to have videos coming out and all that type of stuff. We're, we're, we're actually amp- ramping up our production. We have we're some plans to, in yeah. motion. Uh, so hopefully we'll be seeing a little bit more of you uh, actually sort of face-to-face, um, not just the dulcet yeah, sounds well, of our voice. Yeah, this year we definitely want to go to a live event, which is going to be huge. 100%. So, mm-hmm, especially before I have the kiddos, so that'll be good. And uh, yeah, so... So it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome, guys. We're super so- excited. And guys, we're looking forward to doing this with you. Um, like we were talking about with community a second ago, we here at the bottom tier are community as well, all 12 of us. Um, so <laughs> we we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think of the show. We want to hear what struggles you're dealing with in the game. We want to hear your triumphs. We want to see your spicy polls. Should we have a bottom tier Discord? Let us know. Really, please, like, let us. Like, if people are interested in getting together and talking about this stuff in sort of a bottom tier sort of area, like, we'll do that. Yeah. No problem. Join a book club. No, I'm just <laughs> a book club or a writer's guild or, or whatever you want. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we're, we're flexible and we're here for you. I love it. Guys, I'm Matt. And I'm Greg. Thank you all so much for joining us here. We could not do it without you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please have a beautiful rest of your week. Thank you.